Attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make makes you. Choose wisely. Unknown. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created this podcast to empower and inspire you to create your best life and live a positive existence. Join me as I interview incredible people, share my journey, discuss the law of attraction and guide you into your greatest version. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth and your true power always come from within. So open your mind and your heart, get comfortable and let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. I'm Isabel Palacios, your host. And funny thing is I was supposed to get Lior for Lior Alexandra, for those of you who don't know. I was supposed to get her as a guest this week, but when we were in LA, we were just so busy. We put on an event, which to those of you who were able to make it, thank you so much to all of you who I was able to meet, to talk with, to hug, to just share stories and energy with. It was truly the best experience I've had this year and probably for a while to come. So thank you so much to those of you who were there. And for those of you who don't know, we put on an event, Lior and I, in LA this past week. And it was in a beautiful rooftop in West Hollywood with beautiful background, all the beautiful mountains, the Hollywood sign behind us. And it was just such a gorgeous afternoon and truly one of the most humbling experiences, I would say, to actually be able to meet some of you guys in person and you telling me how much my videos or my podcast has impacted your life was truly one of the most rewarding things I could ever experience or imagine. So thank you so much. I'm so grateful for that opportunity and to Lior for making it possible. She is truly a boss in every sense of the word. She had everything down. She was handling everything and I truly commend her for being just this intelligent, driven, and passionate young woman. And she's so young and so driven and so focused. And it's such an inspiration to be around her, honestly. And I'm so grateful that you know we're friends and we connect and we do the same thing. To have somebody like that in your field and somebody to be inspired by is so incredible because in this kind of YouTube or social media world, it's a lot of fakeness and a lot of competition and a lot of negativity and things like that, a lot of drama. And just to be around Lior and not have that drama, not have that negativity and just having a relationship based around growth and cooperation and having fun and actually caring about our subscribers, our viewers, our supporters. And also we have a mutual understanding that the platforms that we have and the subscribers and all the viewers, it's not just about us. It's about the message that we're giving out. And we're so very passionate about that. And I'm so grateful that being in my passion and being authentically me, I'm able to connect with people like Lior or Aaron and people who are who they say they are, who they are on camera, they're exactly the same in person. And it's so very beautiful to see. And I'm so grateful to Lior, to Aaron. He was supporting us. He came to our meet and greet and had a wonderful time. And I know that was a nice surprise for the people who were attending as well. So thank you, Lior. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, those of you who came to our LA event. It definitely won't be my last event. I know Lior is taking a little break, but we are, well, I am planning on 
doing more events all across the United States. I know that I will do some here in Texas, probably in Dallas and Houston, Austin for sure. And I do want to meet as many of you as possible and having these small, intimate meet and greets and these panels, I think are the way to go for now. I really enjoy kind of having about 30, 40 people together and discussing my journey, things that I haven't talked about. I mean, I opened up big to this audience here in LA and it was just one of the most incredible experiences because I felt like I could trust everyone in the audience and talk about this and the feedback I got from sharing this tough thing that I went through in my past, it was beautiful and it inspired others to open up and ask questions and share their own journeys with me and with Lior and the audience. And it was such a wonderful event because of that. We were all able to be open and honest, be our authentic selves. And that's all I want from my future meet and greets is to set that intention of authenticity, of openness, of honesty. And it's funny that when Lior and I and Aaron as well, we sat down and we were discussing what we would talk about and the flow of things and kind of the structure, we decided, you know, let's just not go for a structure. Let's just speak truly from our heart and show this audience something that they don't see all the time in our videos, or maybe we're not allowing ourselves to be. Because when you're on camera and you're on a video and you put it to YouTube, you know that you're susceptible to a certain amount of criticism and things like that. But so I honestly, we are a bit more guarded on YouTube because we are kind of open to whoever, but knowing who our audience is and in this circumstance, we knew who our audience members were. A lot of them are people that we've been in contact with and we've talked to through DMs and through comments and things like that. So we knew who we were talking to for the most part. So we said, you know, I think what they will appreciate more than anything is getting something that they can't get from our videos and also the authenticity. So I started off talking about a really dark time in my life and I'm really happy I did. I was a little afraid. I did tear up a bit, you know, and I was happy that I teared up because that showed that, you know, it's real and it feels real and this is who I am. And it really resonated with the audience. So it was great. Wonderful. So that's it. <laughs> Just wanted to give you guys a little update. And I think, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we did record an episode, a really funny episode for Lior's future podcast that she's working on. And it's called, This Makes Me Excited. I'm not sure if I should talk about it yet, but I think she's talked about it a few times to her audience. But we did record an episode. It was really funny, really out there. She asked me some really funny questions. So we're kind of on the fence on whether or not it will be released, but hopefully it will be released and you guys can listen to it. If you listen to it, you're very lucky. <laughs> Anyways, so let's get on to today's topic now that I have rambled on quite a bit. Let's talk about choices. That is today's topic. What you choose is what has power over you. And this is something that I have realized. I've always thought, and this is something we also talked about in the Stepping Into Your Infinite Power event that we had in LA, is that we believe that life is in a way happening to us and we're victims of circumstances and victims of other people or other people's actions or choices and things like that. And one thing that I'm really passionate about is showing people that they don't have to live in a victim mindset. And for many years, guys, I was in a victim mindset. And it was one of those things where I'd say, oh, why me? Why me? Or I always thought I was cursed. 
I thought maybe somebody put a family curse on us and things like that. And that's why things didn't work out. Or I'd say things like, oh, I'll never win this contest or the lottery because I just have bad luck and I have a family curse on me. And I don't believe now looking back, I don't believe any of that is true because I've changed my mind and my mindset and I worked on those limiting beliefs. I identified the fact that these were limiting beliefs and limiting beliefs will have you think that all these things are happening because you deserve them or because you're getting this and this kind of karma or your family is like this or money is bad and all these different limiting beliefs that we can have. They can literally be about relationships, money, the way you look, your job, career, all these limiting beliefs that we have because from the moment we're born, we're born perfect. And I've talked about this before. We're born perfectly confident. We are not second guessing ourselves. We're not self-conscious. We are just ourselves. We are literally just being as we should. We should just be, not try to become anything, but really be ourselves. And yourself is enough. And that's something that we all have to come to terms with and accept and love that just as we are, not because of the money we have in our bank account or the friends we have or the place that we live or the way we look, that's not where our worth is. It's simply in just being authentically you. That is your worth. So we have to kind of decide, okay, when we grow up, we're told, okay, you're too loud. You're too crazy. You don't have enough attention in school, so we're going to give you some pills. Or you're too slow, or you're not competitive enough, or you're too competitive. And we're always told growing up that you're to this or not enough of this, or you're not this. And we start to create separation between our true higher selves and our conscious selves. And that's where a lot of problems are created in that separation. It could create anxiety, depression, feelings of not being good enough, never being good enough, no matter how much you accomplish. And all these different things that we, that attack our confidence and our self-worth come from the separation. So now that you are conscious of this and conscious of limiting beliefs, it's important that you begin to rewrite them. And I have a lot of videos. I think I have a podcast episode on limiting beliefs, but that is definitely something that can be done simply. Just changing the way you speak to yourself. Just Start talking to yourself like a best friend or a supporter or talk to yourself as you wish a lover would speak to you or your soulmate. And that's how you start to rewrite that subconscious. But if you keep talking to yourself negatively saying, I deserve this, I'm not good enough, of course this happened, this happened because of this, placing the blame towards things and not taking responsibility for your thoughts and actions is how you will sit in a place of powerlessness, of feeling like life is happening to you. So now we understand understand that life is a series of choices. Choices and actions that you take ultimately make up the sum of who you are and of what you do and what your life becomes. So if you are constantly thinking negatively and allowing yourself to wallow in self-pity, you're making a choice there. You're making a choice to build a house, to build a home in your pain, to not navigate the woods and keep pushing out and Believing that there is something for you out there, that there is a way out, that there is opportunity. If you just decide, oh, well, I'm just going to give up on life and nothing good's ever going to happen, that is what is going to happen. But if you decide, hey, intention matters, choices matter, all this that I decide matters in my life and I'm not powerless, then you begin to take back your power. (music) 
I believe it was Tony Robbins that said, where focus goes, energy flows. So where you are putting your focus is what you are giving energy and power to and giving power over you. So this is why, you know, the law of attraction, it puts things so simply and so beautifully is because when we say, okay, I'm having a terrible day, I'm going to focus on how, or not even a terrible day. Let's say you had a bad phone call in the morning before work and it was from a debt collector and from a credit card, maybe you hadn't paid and they start telling you, you owe us this much, or we're going to put this on your credit and we're going to do all that stuff. And it just puts a huge damper on your morning. You woke up in a great mood, whatever. And then you get this phone call and it's like, wow, you know, my life sucks. My day's going to suck. And that is where you have to find yourself and hold yourself accountable. If you say, okay, my life sucks just because I have this debt, then that is going to have energy and power over your thoughts, your day, and even weeks and months ahead. That's going to change your entire perspective because you gave too much energy and too much focus to this five minute moment in your entire day. And now it has complete control over you. And the more negatively you think, the more negatively life is going to happen to you. And you're going to feel powerless. But if in that moment you hang up the phone, okay, I have this debt that I have to pay. Let's start thinking of ways I'm going to pay it. And you go at it in a positive intention and you say, I'm going to pay it off or I'm going to make a deal or whatever. And I'm going to just go about my day being the best day I can possibly make it then that problem is going to seem so much smaller. Then it's not going to create complete control over your life. It's not going to have dominion on your life, on who you are. It's just a moment, another thing that we have to take care of. And now you've decided, okay, I'm going to get my spending under control. I'm going to get on a budget. I'm not going to spend frivolously on a credit card. Maybe I'm going to decrease the amount of money I spend on a credit card. Maybe I won't rely, you know, and have these kind of inner thoughts and dialogues instead of automatically choosing to get into a victim mindset, choosing to beat yourself up about the past. Yes, maybe you could beat yourself up and say, I shouldn't have spent all that money. I shouldn't have done this or done that. I should have been responsible. That's okay. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Those words I don't like to use. I don't like to bring them into my current circumstances because the past is past. All you can really do about the past is accept it and move on and choose to not let it affect your future and say, I'm going to get this resolved in whatever way I can be positive about it and don't think, oh, just because I have credit card debt, my life sucks or my life is over. No, you decide I'm going to find a solution. I'm going to do my best and I'm not going to let this debt collector ruin my life. But most importantly, guys, not only is this going to teach you to find a solution and become more optimistic in a sense, but also will make you more aware of your choices. You say, I made these bad choices in the past and it is my choice right now in the present moment to decide whether or not I'm going to make those exact choices in the future or if I'm going to change my habits, change my mindset, change the things that I do and begin to make better choices for myself, whether that is financially, whether that is in your relationships, whether that is in any area of your life, know that you are the sum of the choices you make every day. So looking at your past, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't judge yourself, but learn from the past. Don't try to change the past because you can't change it, but focus on what you can change and on what you can make a choice about and what you can accept. That's what's most important. And this may be a hard pill for some of you to swallow. 
but I truly believe that everything in life is a choice. Whatever is going on in your life, good or bad, we're all down to the choices you've made or the things you've accepted in your life. And if your life is not going the way you want it to be right now, if it's not how you imagined it would be, or if it's not your vision of how you want it to be, or things are going wrong, or you're in a rut, or you're just in a place where you don't feel motivated to do things, you feel just stuck or stagnant, it's time to take a look around. And know this, everything you want, you can get, you just have to choose to get that through your intention. The problem is a lot of times we feel stuck or unmotivated because we don't know what we want. We're just kind of waiting for things to come to us. And it's fine. It's fine to wait. I'm a person that loves to wait. I love to go with the flow. I love to trust in the universe and stay in a high vibration and choose that whatever is coming my way is going to be good. I put that intention out there. So for you, if you're in a place where you don't really know what you want, I suggest you just kind of release control Start to create a mental checklist. Ask yourself, what did I choose for? What did I settle for in my life? What about my current circumstances am I not happy about? Did I choose this or did I just allow it to happen? Did I just see it and said, oh, I don't really want that. I don't really like that, but I let it come in anyways because I lacked the initiative and the strength and the courage to say, no, I don't want that. I choose something else. Choice is a very courageous thing to make a choice to decide. For a lot of people, it's hard. It could be hard for you. It could be hard to decide, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to change my career and I'm going to go into this field. And a lot of people are going to tell you, don't do that. But you made the choice because that's what you wanted. Trust me, the universe will align you with so much more than you could have ever imagined because you made that choice and you made an informed decision as well. You were very cautious, but also conscious of what this decision would usher into your life. And that's okay to be cautious when making a decision. I think it's important to always be conscious and cautious. Kind of a tongue twister there. Of anything you decide to do or anything you allow into your life. That's where true intention lies. When you say, I want something, you're giving an intention that you want it and you want it in your life. When you say it's yours, you're putting out the intention that it's yours already and it will come in. It's just a matter of time. So start making a mental checklist of maybe your relationships, your job, your finances, and choose to get out of the victim mindset. Don't say all all this bad stuff is happening to me. Say, actually, no, this stuff is happening for me so that I'll snap out of whatever I'm in and I'll say, you know what? I'm making a choice here. Either I keep allowing this negative stuff to keep happening and I shift my perspective and look at life through a different way because the old lens is blurry and it's cracked and it's not helping me. So I'm going to shift to this other lens and look at life through this perspective. And changing your perspective is also a choice. Changing the dialogue, changing just the way you view things in life is a huge choice that you can make. You're not powerless in that situation. Your happiness is also a choice. You choose whether you want to be happy because happiness is not a destination. Happiness is not some kind of level that we have to achieve. For me personally, I have to work at being happy every day, choosing happiness. And happiness is a state of being. It's not a moment 
or something that we have to fight for, or once we have this in our life, it'll automatically create happiness. That's not true. You create happiness, not people, not situations, not material things. You, dear listener, you are the catalyst for the happiness and the good in your life. Yes, there are things that happen or situations or people that create joy in our life, create happiness. They come in and it's kind of like you forget all your problems and you're so grateful and so happy, but then the novelty wears off or something bad happens and then it kind of just goes away, right? Or something awesome comes in, a huge blessing happens in our life and then We're all happy about it and all wound up about it. And then all of a sudden we sit down and it's quiet. And then we start thinking, oh, wow, when is this going to end? When is this happiness going to end? Because it's not here all the time. I'm not happy all the time. So you start to kind of predispose yourself to have bad things happen. And then you start thinking of the bad stuff going on in your life. And then you start to create this cycle of emotions and thoughts and things that you can't get out of. And suddenly this amazing blessing that came into your life seems really small and insignificant. And that's where the problem is, that we believe that we're not supposed to feel good all the time, or we're not supposed to be happy all the time, that it's purely circumstantial, that if there's bad stuff happening in our lives or in the world or wherever, that we can't be happy because we feel guilt. And that's another limiting belief. You can't be happy all the time. You have to be sad. You have to be angry or upset with yourself because then it means you only care about yourself or you don't care about others or you don't care about what goes on in the world. And that's not true. Guys, life is so short, and I believe that this life that we have now, whether you believe in an afterlife or reincarnation, whatever it is, we're on this earth for a reason. Whatever that reason may be to you or in your own journey or your own spirituality, you need to make the most of it. And living a life, and I truly believe we're not on earth to suffer. We're on earth to create, to do more, and we have to live our life to our fullest. We're not just here to pay bills and die. We're here to enjoy life. That's why there's so much enjoyment. And we automatically, for whatever way you were raised or in what situation you were raised or in the situations you've been in, past experiences, you're led to believe that pleasure equals bad, that it's guilty pleasure, things like that. And yes, there are things that people indulge in that are not very good for the soul. They're just low vibrational things. But if you are living in your purpose, you're living a happy, fulfilled life, if you are being good to others you have a right to be happy. You have that choice. That's your choice to be happy. You can choose to be miserable. That's just as much effort or more effort than it is to choose to be happy. So think about that. What are you choosing right now listening to this? Are you choosing to have a frown on your face and walk hunched over and not smile or look up? Or are you choosing to look up at the sky and smile? Smile at your neighbor. Smile at your coworker. Smile as you're drinking coffee. Smile as you're driving. Are you allowing external circumstances to affect your inner home? Or are you actually not dependent on external circumstances? Is your home built on a beautiful, firm foundation, your inner home? It's your choice. You're in control of that inner home. That's true power, is deciding that your inner home, that your inner equilibrium is not dependent on anything outside of your control. That's a choice. Bottom line, you're making these choices 
And they're all linked somehow to your past experiences or your limiting beliefs. So start identifying and rewriting your limiting beliefs. And that's how you are free to make choices that are better aligned with who you truly are and for your higher self, for your greatest purpose. You want to make sure you're making the right choices that are going to catapult you to new levels, to a better version of yourself and not choices that are going to sabotage you and keep you back into what it is that you don't want. If you're unhappy with your life right now, if you're not satisfied, if you feel lack, that's a good thing. Now it's time to look around you and see how the choices you've made leading up to this very moment right now have created what it is that you don't want. It's not about putting blame or casting judgment on your past self or who you are now, but it's about taking responsibility for your life. I regularly do Instagram Q and A's where I'll post on my story and say, Hey guys, send me your questions. I'll answer them. And sometimes I'll answer them in a live or I'll answer them right on my story, whatever. So if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, you should, because I do these Q and A's probably about once a week. And what I really get a lot of questions about is relationships, attracting. And something a lot of my female viewers tend to talk to me about is asking me, why is it that I only attract low vibrational men that don't want commitment, that aren't what I'm looking for? And there could be a lot of answers to that question. There could be a lot of ways you can look at that question or figure out why this is happening. Or there's also a misconception, and this was actually a question I answered this week as well about relationships. People asked, why is it that dating nowadays is so hard? And I personally don't think it's hard. That's just what we've decided it to be. We've told ourselves dating in the modern era is hard. Nobody wants commitment, this and this and that. And that can be true to an extent, but it's also about your perception, about your choice. You're choosing who you want to date. You're choosing to go on dates with people who have shown you stuff about themselves that you don't like or that you know you're going to be at odds with because you're in the scarcity limiting belief mindset that you think that you won't be able to do better, that there's not enough people like this or that it's going to be hard. But if you go into dating or just meeting people and actually believing my person's out there and it's just a matter of time for them to come and I'll just meet these people and get to know them, maybe make some friends and have fun with dating, not going into a date saying, okay, I want commitment right away. I want this and go into a date looking to get to know that person. And if they treat you bad or treat you less than it's your choice, whether you want to text them back. It's your choice, whether you want to go to their house after this date and sleep with them. It's your choice on how you will allow these people to come into your life or low vibrational relationships. Are you going to allow them in your life? If you are, then you're going to start to rewrite your belief around dating and say, yes, dating sucks because you're allowing these type of people to come into your life. But if you set the intention when going into a date, if it's commitment, marriage, you want, you go to a date, you set that intention. You say universe, God, source, my higher self. If this person is not for me or is not the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, or is not a person that is going to be good for me in this stage of my life, then please guide me towards who is the right one. I am open and I trust the universe. I trust God 
that I will be brought to the person that is right for me in the circumstances will be better than I ever imagined. With choice comes intention. You can't make a choice without having an intention. So you choose the intention you want and you make the choice that aligns with that intention, that aligns with what you want. So a good exercise that you can do now that we're at the beginning of a new month, it's a great month. July is a very beautiful, high vibrational month. Start to take a mental note of the choices you make throughout this next month. And don't be super hyper focused on this. Just every time you make a choice, whether it's a small or big decision, whether it's deciding what you're going to eat that day, start to ask yourself, what are you choosing? What am I choosing? What am I accepting? What is something that just came my way and I said, oh, this is good enough and I'll take it and you accepted it and you didn't do anything and then it turns out to be bad or good or whatever. Take note of those things, of the things that you're accepting in your life. Also ask yourself, who is guiding me or making choices for me? You could be in a relationship where the other person is super controlling and chooses things down to what you're wearing, to what you're going to eat, to how your schedule's going. And there's many people in relationships like that. And it's kind of crazy to think about, you know, you ask yourself, am I making these decisions for me or is somebody else making them for me because they believe that they know what's best for me more than I know what's best for me. And this could be a hard realization for a lot of us to come towards. We tend to think, and this is something I speak from experience as well, is that in my past relationship, a lot of choices and decisions were made for me. And I thought I was making the decisions, but actually I was allowing somebody else's input, somebody else's persuasiveness to cloud my own judgment. And I felt a huge disconnect for myself last year because of this. And it's not necessarily that he came from a negative place where he wanted to manipulate, but people naturally want things to go their way without really taking into account what others think. And yes, you could say that's a form of manipulation is just wanting things to go your way and trying to persuade somebody else to make things go your way as well. It is. But For me, it was a good learning experience because you automatically think, okay, they have my best interests at heart. So you think they're not going to do anything that's going to not work out for you. And then it ends up being really difficult for you. And you say, well, you know, I should have taken control. I should have said, no, put my foot down. I don't like this. And let's do something else or let's do things my way or let's find a middle ground. And that's something that's really hard for us to come to the realization of that our loved ones or the people that are in our lives and are constantly around us, they're you know looking out for their best interests. And that's natural. But that just shows you that you have to look out for yourself as well. Not trying to take advantage of anyone or not trying to get a leg up on anyone, but simply choosing to make a choice that's best for you and also keeping in account other people as well. But all I'm saying here is don't allow your life to go into the hands of anyone else, be that your parents, your teachers, your employer, your boss, your significant other, whoever it may be. Don't give them that power to make choices for you because that is your power, is your power of choice, your free will. Don't give that away to anyone else. You want to be able to say at the end of your life that you didn't settle for your life, that you didn't just accept things to come into your life, but you chose the things in your life. You chose to go after what you wanted. And if it didn't work out, that's okay. You keep making more choices. And in those moments where you feel stagnant, like your life's not going where you want it to go, or it's not going anywhere, you don't know where to go, 
that's also because you have a series of choices lying before you. This is a moment where you don't know where to go. This is the moment where you choose to make your own path or follow whatever path you want. But you're choosing to take a path. You're choosing to take one of these options, make a choice, and it's kind of like a plethora of choices have been laid out for you at a table in front of you by the universe, and it's your choice to say, okay, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to take this key that's laying in front of me, and I'm going to go put it in that door and open this door and go in that direction. It's kind of like my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes. You guys know I love a lot of different quotes. One of my favorite quotes is, when nothing is certain, anything is possible. So if you're feeling stagnant in your life or you're not happy or whatever, it's going to be a choice that you make to get out of it and start to take a step forward. Whether it's a big risk you're taking or just a small little effort that you're making, that's good. Every choice you make is a step in a new direction. Every choice, every decision you make is aligning you with a new place in the future. And I truly believe you are always one decision, one choice away from a completely different life. So this is why, ladies and gentlemen, you need to be so introspective of your choices, be so aware of your choices, be conscious of your choices, and don't just give them away. Don't squander your choices. Don't squander these opportunities that you have. Even if they don't seem that great, you take that first step. You ask yourself, sit down, meditate on a choice you have to make. Sit down, meditate on a decision you have to make. Pray about it if that's what you're about. But you go and you get introspective and you ask yourself, is this choice, is this person, is this opportunity, is this new job, is this aligning me with my purpose, with my higher self? Is this the right choice for me? You don't even have to ask anyone else. You could. You could always ask for advice. I'm big on asking for advice, especially from people who have been through something similar or people who have been successful in something that I want to work in. I'll always ask for advice, but what's most important is your intuition. You sit down and listen to that inner voice because that inner voice is connected to your higher self and it will align you with the people, places, circumstances, opportunities that you never even knew were there. And that's the beauty of life. We don't know what's coming, but we can choose to align ourselves with what it is that we want by being introspective, by taking note of the choices, the habits, the things that we do daily, our thoughts, keeping a log, maybe journaling at the end of the day. These are the choices I made. This is how I was feeling. This is what I was thinking. And then start to consciously create an intention. Okay, I'm going to be more positive. I'm going to treat everything as a miracle. I'm going to treat everything as a blessing. And I'm going to treat everything good that comes into my life as something that I deserved. And that it's something I'm worthy of. Not something that's going to be taken away or I'm counting down the minutes of when something bad's going to happen or when this good thing's going to be taken away. No. I'm going to make the intention and the decision right now to fully enjoy my life. No matter what others say, no matter what others do. And slowly, guys, as you start to create this powerful inner home where your choices are being made, like think of, I don't know, think of a scene in a movie where somebody is like, let's say it's God sitting up on top of a hill and he's putting stamps on papers and choosing, okay, you do this and making like a big gesture in your choices. That's how you have to look at your choices from now on as a big gesture, almost ceremonial. You sit on top of the hill and you look down and you say, What would make the best 
outcome for me? What would be the best decision? Don't worry about what others say because a lot of people are not going to be happy with your choices and decisions. People will say, why didn't you do this? Or you should have done that. You should. No, you be happy with your choices, even if the outcome is not so great, because A, you took that big courageous step in saying, I'm going to make this choice and it's what I wanted in that moment, and it's what I thought was best for me, that's a big step in the right direction, just deciding to make a choice and not waiting for somebody else to say, okay, you can do that, or okay, that's good. Okay, I give my approval. No, you get your own approval. You decide that it's what you want, what you believe is best for you in that moment, and then you own that choice. And that's how you start to create powerful, meaningful choices in your life and make powerful, meaningful decisions that will align you with the best of the best. (laughs) So a lot of your power comes just from your choices, guys. Stop giving it away, realize this power, and now it's up to you to make the conscious decision of using this power to your greatest advantage. And that's it. There's your power. We've taken our power back, guys. (laughs) I can end this podcast now and never make another episode because I just gave you the answer to taking back your power. It's all in the choices you make. Stay positive, stay loving, stay grateful for every single thing, even the good and bad, because the bad is even aligning you with what you do want. And I truly believe that all the bad stuff I've been through in my life, when I didn't know what I want, the bad stuff happening helped align me with what I do want in my life, what I do want to attract into my life. Because before I didn't know what I want, so I just took whatever came my way. But now I know what I don't want, which is helping me align with what I do want and will help me create that intention and attract what is right for me. Law of attraction in a nutshell. So that's it for today's episode. I hope this episode inspired you to start creating what it is that you want. Know that you are not a victim of circumstances, that you choose what circumstances you want to come your way. And that's okay if things didn't go your way in the past. Now you are free to create what it is that you do want. I love you all so very much. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. If you guys would like to follow me, I'm on YouTube. Isabel Palacios is my YouTube name. Go check out my videos. Also, follow me on Instagram and also follow at Taking Back Your Power on Instagram and follow me. I'm at Isabel V. Palacios, also on Twitter. And all the links are always down below. I'd love to connect with you guys. And also, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm sending you all my love and best vibes. I hope some amazing, well, I hope you choose amazing things to happen to you today and every single day. And I hope you always remember this, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you all. And don't forget to tune in to next week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. Bye-bye.